Welcome to the Surge Strength Podcast, powered by Ritter Sports Performance. This podcast is dedicated to helping swim coaches and swimmers learn how to properly implement dry land and strength training programs that result in moving better, reducing injuries, and swimming faster. Let's join your host, Chris Ritter. Welcome, everyone, to the Surge Strength Podcast. I hope your summer season is going well, whether you're a week or two away from your championship, maybe even you've already gotten over and you're looking for a short course season regardless. I hope your training is going well, especially dry land training. And that can be a real big thing to consider as swimmers transition into college. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today with Lauren. She came to us about six, seven months out of stepping on campus and really just wanted to focus on getting her dry land up to the level that she could hit the ground running in college. So it was a little bit more of a a faster program than we typically deal with. We usually have a few years with athletes before we send them off to college, but this was an awesome athlete to work with. I'm so excited to watch Lauren progress in college. And if you're interested in any Surge Strength Dryland programs, be sure to check out our website, surgestrength.com. Go down to the program section, fill out a short form, and then you and I can have a call to talk more about it. But let's jump in the interview with Lauren. Lauren, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So I wanted to talk about kind of your experience with Surge Strength Dryland. You've been with us for a while now, moving on to the college phase of life. That's exciting. We'll get into that in a second. But I'm curious, it was about, um, what was it, December or so? Last year, so about six, seven months ago, you reached out. I'm curious, what was the kind of spark that said, hey, I need some extra help with dry land specifically going into your senior year? Well, for me, it was just that I had been doing a lot of stuff on my own. And I just, I really struggled with not having like a concrete like schedule of dry land and the dry land that my team was providing I didn't really like the trainer. I didn't really trust him. I didn't like what he was giving us. And then by December, I just kind of reached a point where I was like, well, what I'm doing for myself isn't working for me. And I don't like what my team is providing. And I just kind of looked around and I found you guys on Swim Swam. What was some of the exercises or workouts that kind of made you think, I'm, is this really helping me as much as possible, especially heading into a college scenario where you're probably going to be in the weight room a good amount for your dry land? Yeah. Well, a lot of it was just what I would consider to be like, just unnecessary. Like we'd be doing like triceps and stuff with like 30 pound dumbbells. And it's like, yeah, like I can do it, but like, it's not what I need. It's not gonna, that's not going to help me move through the water faster. And I just, I just didn't like that. So. And what was it about? So you and I had an initial call before you said, Hey, this, this sounds good. What about what you saw maybe on swim swim or other articles, podcasts, or even the call that we had made you confident that we were the right choice? Well, like, on the call, like your passion and your knowledge about the program, that really gave me a lot of confidence, but also just knowing that you guys were like swim, swim back and just the fact that it was a really structured program. And that was really what I was looking for at the time. So that's awesome. And so then now let's bring John into the picture now. So you signed up your committed. You're like, all right, I got about six, seven months before you're off to, to campus. And are you on campus right now, actually? 
I am on campus awesome. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm we at had a kind house of a, right now. That's awesome. So you had like a t- pretty tight timeline of thinking like, all right, I got basically half a year to get as strong. John, what was your assessment of kind of just overall when she went through the onboarding process of those movement assessments, performance tests, what kind of jumped out to you as, okay, hey, maybe here's what we're going to focus on to make sure she's good as she steps onto campus? Um, Lauren didn't have any different, um, any movement limitations that I can see. Um, mm-hmm. Really, it was just building stability through core strength. Um, and just building awareness of how to move, how to hinge, how to squat appropriately, um, how to push um, vertically and horizontally. Um, so it was just a lot of knowledge that we were focusing on, just learning how to lift correctly, learning about number one posture, learning about how to create leverage against the ground, to create optimal posture to be able to lift correctly. So. That was really what we spent a lot of time focusing on and making sure the technique was sound and that she felt comfortable with the exercises. Um, anything that she didn't feel comfortable with, she was always on, <laughs> you know, telling me, oh, let's change this or always providing awesome feedback through the channels that we had available. So it made a very uh, easy process um, on my end. Lauren, I always appreciate these calls because it's good to hear that the coaches are actually doing what I want in terms of like a collaboration. (laughs) So why don't you jump in about what were some of the things you were learning or maybe some of the things you're like, hey, John, I need a little bit more help. I'm not understanding this right off the bat. Yeah, I learned a lot with like my six, seven-ish months with Coach John just because I was coming from like a a dryland program where we didn't do like lifting, which Mm. which is fine. Like we're an age group team. But like, I, I don't think I'd even done like a back squat or like Mm. anything like that. So I just, I think a big focus in the six months was just like, okay, I want to step in on day one, uh, like at campus, like, I don't want to be completely lost. Like, I kind of want to have an idea and I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, just like I said, just completely lost. And I learned like one thing that I definitely will keep with me is the tripod stance. (laughs) Where like, okay. like mm-hmm. that, that, that helps so much. Cause I have like ankle issues too. So just like learning that helped significantly, not only in lifting, but just like, like the balancing stuff we would do as well, where that would help with like core instability. And that's, that's like the one thing, not the one thing, but it's definitely one of the things I'll keep with me, like past this program. That's awesome. Could you explain that to our listeners for those that aren't aware of that to think about? <laughs> yeah. So the tripod stance. I would mostly use it on like one leg RDLs, I guess. And um, so basically you're in, you're on one foot and you're focusing on keeping your foot, like the three points kind of all on the ground, not leaning towards one side on the ground or like this, or on like, you're focusing on being flat footed and kind of like a tripod. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so I'm sure that was helpful then when you're doing like you said, you guys weren't doing weights and you're trying to get used to the weight room. There's a lot of things to think about with now you're dealing with a barbell, negotiating that stuff, being solid on the ground, I'm sure is also a prime concern of like, Hey, I don't want to fall over now that I have a barbell in my hands or on my back. Yeah. It definitely helped just learning something as, as minor, like you don't really think about your foot positioning or like 
where your back is supposed to be when you're lifting and like just like learning that stuff now I feel like it's really going to help once I get into the college weight room so yeah that's awesome Lauren John continually sung your praises for how well you communicated throughout the process and I like I told you on the call right we'll have teenagers sometimes are excited they sign up and then they ghost us two three months later and it's like you know, how can we write a program for you? But you yeah. really took that to heart. It sounds like, how did you make sure you were so consistent with the communication? I wanted to get better. Like it came from a genuine desire of, I want to better my performance in the water. I want to better my performance in the gym, in the weight room. And it's not hard to communicate when you want something that bad. And coach John made it super easy. If anything, there'd be days where I wouldn't communicate as well but like I really can't thank coach John enough because he was super willing to change things for me if I felt any discomfort and he would always explain things super well to me if I didn't understand an exercise too so can you explain that a little bit more just provide more details about hey you know maybe let's do some slight adjustments or I'm not comfortable with that because again you didn't have that weight room experience but that's what you were looking for so that you would be confident going into college and we're seeing a lot more of teenagers kind of in your same profile Lauren of you know I've done dryland with my club for a lot it's usually the deck stuff it's not the weight stuff what were some of the things that you really appreciate having a coach walk you through yeah, specifically the hex bar um, mm. squats. Um, I had done those in the past, but definitely not like with weights or anything, like just with the bar. So then when we started adding weights, I was experiencing like some back pain. And like usually, like if I didn't have a coach or anything, I would have just been like, oh, whatever, like just kept going. <laughs> hey, you're but... just a swimmer, right, Lord? You're going to push yeah. to that pain. <laughs> I was like, whatever. But like with Coach John, I be like hey this part of my back is hurting what can I do and I think like ultimately the issue is that like I wasn't hinging at the hips well enough or something like that and then that helped and then with the hex bars again like then it just got to a point where I was just I would put too much weight on and kind of by taking more than I could lift and that would also hurt my back obviously and yeah coach Sean would just be like yeah, maybe we should just go a little lighter on the weights. Like you just did this exercise like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. No, Lord, that that's common that we have the coaches half the time. They're trying to pull back the athlete, right. From doing too much. And especially again, someone like yourself, distant swimmer, you guys are used to, Hey, we got to grind it out. I got to have some pain in my workout. And sometimes yeah. in the weight room, that's what you want to make sure you avoid is that sharp pain, right? Versus the muscle burn of just the fatigue and stuff like that. Was that something you had to kind of learn the difference between as well in the weight room? That's something I'm still learning the difference of like in the weight room, in the pool, just like in all aspects. But I, would, I wouldn't say I've fully learned that concept yet, but I'm definitely <laughs> learning. I'm getting better at recognizing like, hey, this isn't like a normal pain. Like maybe mm. I should tone it down. So that's, that's really good, especially in a college setting, right? Where now you got mm -hmm. how many kids on the squad and how, you know, probably one, maybe two strength coaches walking around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be super important. Like I said, I didn't want to be the kid that the strength coaches were like, oh God, we're going to have to deal with her all season, aren't we? And so I like, I do really feel like doing this program, even for six months, it's given me, 
if nothing else, a lot more confidence going into the weight room because now mm. I know, okay, yeah, this is what I can do. This is what I'm capable of. And I'm not going to try and do things that are just completely unrealistic for me, but I wouldn't know they are. So that's yeah. awesome. John mentioned, uh, John, why don't you come, come in now and talk about like the core strength gains you made? Cause I know that was a, a really big improvement that Lauren noticed as well, especially around championship season. What were you seeing in the training? Um, well, we started with dead bugs. Um, that was one of the things that, and there's tons of ways to make that exercise harder. Um, we basically started from the ground up and, um, what we looked at, what I looked at in the assessment, um, is how she's able to keep her ribs closed while she's moving her appendages, either upper body, lower body. And we progressed that exercise to make it <laughs> pretty challenging after a while, but that stayed consistent throughout our training. We started with the easier versions. And we, as Lauren was showing that she had more control, she was able to maintain that lower back position, that spinal position against the ground. And we added a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. So she came a long way in that respect. Um, we also talked a lot about breathing while maintaining a lot of tension to the core as well. Um, and, and she was able to do that as, again, her lifts started to increase in terms of intensity. She wasn't in pain. She wasn't out of balance. She was more efficient. So every, you know, a lot of it is a testament to her feedback um, and building and prioritizing her awareness. That's one of the things I wanted her to do is always share how she was feeling, sending info about, you know, how she felt the lift went, if there's any pain anywhere, then I'm always asking questions of what exactly were you doing? So um, this was very much a partnership in that. We went far because she was able to provide feedback that was necessary. We worked together in that respect. So, um, but yeah, she, a lot of the lifts that I program for, you have to use your core no matter what. In a squat, your core is engaged. In a deadlift, your core is engaged. In a press, I combine floor press with a dead bug. Um, in a row, we did um, a bird dog work. So there's a lot of different things where you always had to be mindful of what your core was doing to be able to lift correctly. And she was able to do that at a, at a higher level as we further into the program. That's awesome. Lauren, what was it like to engage your core in all those things? And how'd you feel that translate into the water for you? Um, I definitely felt an impact, like even in the first like month or so, just like my turns felt better. Cause obviously like you're flipping and then like with freestyle, especially you're using your obliques a lot. And I definitely could feel just, I felt smoother and I felt stronger mm. going through the water in my freestyle. And just, yeah, we really worked core a lot. I can say confidently that there probably wasn't a single exercise that we did that didn't have core implemented somewhere in it, which I really appreciated because it wasn't just like, okay, here, do 300 abs, like do 300 reps and call it a day. And it was actually methodical and it was thought out and it was, we're going to target this part and we're going to target and it's going to help you this way. And that really, really helped me. And I'm still, I'm still doing dead bugs like to this day because they just helped me <laughs> with like my lower back stuff. Yeah. So exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lauren, well, I, I wanted to oh, get to, ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to get to a point where, she doesn't have to think about it. It's just always strong. It's always there. It's always providing stability. It's always able to transmit force from the ground to the legs, to the upper body and vice versa. And, and it's just always, <laughs> so she's right. 
I don't prescribe, I don't have people do exercise where you're just isolating muscles. Your core is in some way involved with stability, with balancing, with starting your uh, movement, with slowing your movement down. I mean, it's it, that's just how I find that is most successful uh, for just training um, a lot of swimmers, but people in general. No, it's a great point. Everybody always talks about core strength, but Lauren, to your credit, like that's usually what it ends up being, right? 300 abs on deck. Okay. You know, scissors or whatever. And now having a coach be able to highlight, all right, when you're doing a squat or when you're doing the deadlift, be thinking about how you're engaged here. And for someone like yourself as a distance swimmer, I think that's even more important because you're always going to be on more of the volume side than the 50 freestyler, right? No matter what kind of program you're in. And so for you to be able to feel like, oh, that's what it's like to kind of engage down and protect your back. You think about how much more yardage you're doing. I look at that as just a preservation of a distance swimmer's life in the sport. Yeah. Like, especially just with, I don't know, like in like from a January to like championship season area, I was especially being more conscious of like, okay, when I put my lower back, when I press it up, like I'm pressing it in a dead bug, it doesn't sink my hips when I'm swimming. So it was translating into the water as well. Like the technique I was working on with like the core work too. So. And so how did championship season go? That was a big goal for you of kind of seeing, all right, how fast can you peak times there? How'd that go? Yeah. So I've like, like, I'm going to be blunt. I've been on a little bit of a plateau for like the past year and a half. So I wasn't expecting like best times or anything. But this championship season, like my times were, they were good. They were, some of them were faster than I was expecting. Some of them weren't as fast as I was expecting, but I would say like overall pretty good meet for the year and a half I've had. And then I did go a best time in 200 fly, which is like one of my fun events because I don't, I'm not like great at it. Like I don't get to swim it that much, but I did go a best time in it, which was really fun. And yeah, it went really well mentally. I felt, I felt good mentally because I was really confident in the dryland training I had done. And I was confident with the in-water training I had done too. And I don't think I would have been as mentally like, okay, I've done everything I can if it weren't for the dryland program that I was doing before the meet. So. I'm glad you mentioned the, the mentality aspect, Lauren. I feel like that is such an undersold part of what you gain when you do any type of structured dryland, right? Like just feeling like you're stronger. I think that sets your mind up when you know it's going to be a hard practice or you're stepping up behind the block for that 200 type fly. John, how did you make sure that was grown, the, the mental capacity that Lauren was talking about there in the program? Um, well, one of the questions in the initial onboarding, um, I guess, paperwork or just overall was your stress level. Mm -hmm. um, and hers was pretty high. <laughs> it was it was up yeah. there, and it's and it kind of it, it it rang out a little bit to me. So one of the things that we were focusing on was stress management and being able to feel confident and being able to sort of see that, um, and have her understand. I'm just using exercise as a form of stress to get your body to respond in a positive manner, right? So. Um, Think about it that way. And if you don't have a good day in the gym, don't get down about it. There's always good and bad days. Um, she was good about reporting days when she didn't feel that well. That's fine. That's what I expect, right? Because again, you're on such a regimented sort of schedule. You're not going to be 100% every single time around. 
So that's fine. And don't beat yourself up because of it. You're still doing what you need to do. Your body tells you that it's had enough. It's had enough. Even if you don't get through your prescribed reps, you've set, you've done enough with good form that that is enough to basically cause positive change. If you overdo it, you try to push past that, you're just going to push yourself into more being at more at risk. So always do your best. And if you don't do the best, if you don't do what's prescribed in, the, in that day, that's fine. You're fine. Don't don't overdo it. Don't don't your, your life is too hard in general. So just do your best and then there'll be there'll be more times for it. So that was a big thing was just trying to get her to manage her stress level. Um, I'm always asking her about her sleeping habits and everything, because that also helps as well. I'm not going to ask right now, but <laughs> but 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 no, I'm because I've been there. I've been there as well. So I understand that's one of the other things that I use is exercise is a way to kind of deal with stress, life stresses. And the more you can kind of get comfortable in the process and accept yourself in the process, the more it's going to translate into everything else. Lauren, were you surprised that, you know, there was a significant portion of the effect or the result that you saw from the driving program was more the mental side? Did you even think about that that was going to be something you improved when you signed up with us? I didn't think it was going to be something I improved on, but I think when you mix like the mix of just like the second semester of senior year, the mental growth, you go there. And then with the dryland program, like I definitely, by the end of the program, I was feeling a lot more confident in the gym, like just confident in the gym, knowing that what I was doing was good, but not only that, but just knowing that, okay, if I can't, squat this much today or I can't lunge that much today like that's okay I'm still working at it and I'm still like coach John was saying I'm still positively impacting my body even if I'm not doing eight reps of something when I can only do six that day it's yeah was it a hard mental barrier to kind of get through yeah in terms of I like the just, reps and yeah. stuff I think it also just stems from the fact that swimmers in general, we're all overachievers. We never want to like, we never want to just reach the benchmark. We want to go above and beyond. So like when we can't even rise to the benchmark, it's like, it can be very mentally degrading. And it's, especially for me, like, I don't know, I've always been tough on myself and I'm learning to get better at that. But I do think that like with coach John's help and like advice and comments, just it definitely helped me realize like okay like I'm just human as long as I'm trying my best like my true best for that day and just pushing myself to my body's limits for that day that's good that's awesome Lorna I I think there's going to be some parents or, or swimmers listening to this that can relate to a lot of what you're saying and hopefully you know whether it's with us or whatever you realize the power that dryland can really affect not just your swimming but just general overall being in life and Thanks so much for your time, Lauren. I want to close out with kind of a final question of what would you say to other swimmers, parents, coaches out there, if they've been thinking about, hey, I need to upgrade my dry land and why they should consider surge strength? I say do it just because I was in that limbo too of like, oh, well, I only have a semester left. Like it doesn't even matter. But I think like just, just doing it, it helped a lot. Just you never, you never know how beneficial something can be until you try it. And I think I did it like just a personal, like one-on-one thing, but 
I have friends who they don't do surge strength, but they do other forms and just like the personal aspect that surge strength can bring, I think is unmatched. Even if you like doing dry line with your friends, like just the personal aspect that surge strength gave me was just like, I don't even know how to describe it. was just awesome. It was like, honestly, and for teams, like, I can't really speak on teams behalf or for coaches, but I do think that the coaches at surge strength are more than capable to provide what anybody on a team needs. And I do think that unlike your typical team programs that the coaches at surge strength could provide um, personalized to everybody on the team rather than just having what like the 12 year olds are doing the same thing as the 16 year olds. And I feel like search strength can definitely target what age groups need certain things and based on their swimming. That's awesome. John, any final thoughts with working with Lauren or anything that she's reflected on? I'm just happy that she was able to reach some of the goals that we set out to focus on and the process um, was amazing. Again, um, it's so much to be said about um, you know, swimmers that provide feedback. <laughs> the more feedback they provide, the better quality um, that we can you know, provide for them. I mean, if I'm not there, daily feedback will provide that level of information so that I can actually be there and provide, you know, um, answers to issues that may arise that, you know, that may send people down the wrong path. So, no, I, I, it's been an awesome experience. So, good luck, Lauren. Hope you have a great year. Thank you. Yeah, Lauren, Thank we'll be so cheering you on into the coming year and, and be excited to watch your progress through college. Thanks again so much for taking the time to go back and reflect on your short time with us. And we're going to be cheering you on through your college career. Yeah, thank you so much. Have you joined the Surge Strength Academy yet? It's now free to enroll in the Surge Strength Academy and raise your dryland IQ. Visit surge-strength.com to learn more and enroll today. That's surge-strength.com to enroll in the Surge Strength Academy. The goal of Surge Strength is simple. Build better athletes to generate faster swimmers.